Good evening, everybody. We're going to uh, start our uh, service, and uh, so I just want to kind of set the uh, tone. Uh, uh, tonight in this room, there will be miracles that will take place. Individuals will be healed by the anointing of Jesus. And as we believe that that takes place, we have to keep our minds acutely focused on uh, what God is doing. We're going to pray for those that are sick and those that are sick with cancer. We're also going to pray a little later on for 9-11, and we're going to pray for the Bahamas, and we're going to pray and believe God together. But I'm going to ask you right now, as I just call you to worship, please keep your mind focused. Please let God speak in and through you and believe with us that God will heal. And I believe that he will by the grace of God. So let's just pause. Father, I thank you now. We meditate on your word. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. We have nothing, nothing, nothing to offer. We don't have a big old shiny evangelist or a great orator as it would relate to healing virtues. We simply have you and we have one another tonight. But in this room, there is a holy presence that is beyond imagination. So God, Spirit of the living God, you have your way in and through all of us tonight. And we'll believe that great things will happen for your honor and your glory. In Christ's name, and everyone said, amen. Would you stand and let's worship, please. We learned a lot more than that, didn't we? 9-11. Let me share just a couple things before the ushers come. I trust that I have some prayer warriors out there that are praying. I'm asking you, please, just focus on Jesus. Keep, keep that prayer under, in your heart and, and your breath and just let God use you to build up a gigantic prayer wall here tonight because I know all day long the enemy certainly has fought and I, I was just wrangling with that and I thought, God, what's happening? And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you're going into battle I'm telling you, God is here. Amen? So, ushers, would you slip down? We do start a new message series. It's called I'm Done. Okay? I'm Done. Sunday morning, bring, bring people. Just bring somebody. Number two, water baptism. That's all in your bulletin. You can go online. We're going to be baptizing on both campuses. If you're going to be baptized, uh, then you'll need to be here for the first service on the north at about 8.15 and, uh, or on uh, the second service by 10 a.m. South Campus will be baptizing after each of their two services. So the bulletin will tell you and their bulletin's out in the lobby desk. If you look in the lobby in the hallways, you see that we are in a small groups fair. It's a 10-week session of small groups start September 16th. Some of you, uh, you, you're mavericks. You do whatever you want to do, but we'd like, you know, the general population somewhere around the 16th. 
But if you want to start on the 15th, help yourself, okay? Uh, 80, some 80 groups will be meeting, and you can choose, of course, uh, lots of different uh, days and times and locations and different stages in life and practical topics. So out in the lobby, you can visit there, and uh, I trust that you will. I'm going to offer a prayer. I'm going to believe God. I want to pray for the 9-11. I want to pray for want to pray for the devastation of the bombers and you'll see a video of that in just a moment so father you are God and nothing is impossible with you now they're telling us in the Bahamas more than 2,500 people are not listed they don't know where they are at they are missing we hope and pray that not all of those are lost. We pray that you would guide those who have influence. God, we pray for our churches there that you would in fact touch those pastors, and church leaders and the congregants. And God, keep your hand on them, use them. I pray in your name. I pray for 9-11. We just remember, could that happen again? Well, the enemy is always planning something. We said in the video, we learned that faith and prayer, I pray for America, God, because I'm not sure we learned that lesson. But I pray for those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ, that we will pray in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for this service right here, right now. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, begin to heal those in this room, even as we move through this service. I bind and rebuke every force of darkness, every temptation of discouragement, every lie of unbelief. I bind it in the name of Jesus and declare victory and declare healing and declare anointing in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Just keep praying, friend. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, worship team. We uh, come with expectancy and uh, faith to believe. And um, um, Sharon said to me, I don't know, a week or 10 days ago, we have a lot of people in the church who seem to be fighting cancer. And I said, that's right. She said, uh, well, why don't you uh, just call a service and, and pray for those who have cancer? And uh, I said, well... Uh, you know, that's a great idea. Uh, and then the Holy Spirit began to work it in my heart. And then Dan McBride said to me uh, about a week ago after Sharon, he said, you know, Pastor, we have a lot of people in the church that have cancer. 
we need to uh, we need to really pray for them. Now, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't have to speak to me three times. So uh, that's when I knew it's God. I want you to understand this. This is not by might nor by power. Our time here tonight is by the Holy Spirit. I want you to know that he is, he is the one that's in this room. I feel his presence. I have anticipated the power and the presence of Almighty God. I remember a number of months ago when my eyes were just, uh, we, we hit a major stall and, and uh, I had major problems and we could not get the pressure. If they pulled it down to five, it would jump to 40 overnight. I'd head right back to Tarpon. They would stick a needle in, pull the pressure down, and the next day go right back to 40 and just over and over and over again. And you can't only go in the eye so many times that it is, it becomes chronic. And uh, so as a result of that, uh, Sharon said, we just, we really need to call the leadership together. And we did. I mean, it was just on a dime, just like that. And we got the leadership together. I'm here to tell you that when the leadership came and prayed and that what they prayed that God would heal my eyes. I'm saying to you that night, the pressure did not go up. The next morning I went back. They tested two of their instruments, didn't think they were working properly, but they were working properly. We went into the big instrument that never misses, and the doctor said, hey, uh, some, something happened. I know what happened, you know. And, and when the people prayed, it's in Acts, when Peter was, was in, and when the people prayed, amen. Say it with me, and when the people prayed. Listen, friend, it might be the 21st century, but I'm telling you an old-fashioned gospel right out of the book of Acts is still alive tonight in the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe that. And since then, there's not been a, a problem with that. I cite 2020, 2030. That's good. I can read small print. Amen? Why? Because God showed up. He did. In Isaiah 61, verse 1, there's a portion of Scripture. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, and he sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. That's, you say, that's Old Testament. That's wonderful. But there is a reemphasis of that very scripture in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus. Luke 4, verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and he has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and the recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed. Both scriptures, old and new, are synonymous. You might ask yourself, do you think God is endeavoring to get our attention? He is. The same objective in both places. Why? Because that Scripture was birthed out of the heart of God without an ending date. Among the first things that Jesus did 
in his ministry when he called the 12 disciples. Once he had chosen the 12, the Bible simply says that he sent them out preaching. They had very little, they had zero training. How could they preach without training? Because when they went out of acts of obedience, God's Spirit rested on untrained, ignorant, some fishermen, some doctors, some individuals that, that, that knitted nets together. But when they went out, a supernatural power of God anointed their natural ability, and that which was ordinary and natural became supernatural, and that is the power of God. Now listen carefully. Every doctor you know is natural. Every medication you take is natural. Everything that science does is is natural, but in this room tonight, I want you to understand there is something supernatural that will anoint the natural and bring to pass a mighty miracle of Almighty God. If you believe it, put your hands together. They were of one mind and one accord, and that's why I'm encouraging you, and I did from the beginning. Let's get our minds together. Let's believe. Let's don't allow our minds to float somewhere else. Let's focus and say, God, number one, I believe you do heal. I believe you can heal. And I believe you will heal in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe you will deliver. I believe you will divinely anoint. So the commission that Jesus gave to those disciples in Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick and raise the dead and cleanse those who have leprosy and drive out demons Freely you have received, freely give. Freely you receive, freely give. In other words, you don't manufacture anything. What is in you is the gift of God. That is the power of prayer and the power of faith. He's saying, give it away. Let God flow through your vessel to be able to do what he desires to do. And you will notice that the first thing that he admonished them to do was Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Why? Because this is what Jesus knew. God knew, hey, human beings are going to get sick. He said, if there's any sick among you, then pray for them. Believe for them. So what I'm suggesting to you, it is in the divine will of God to heal in this room tonight. It's the divine will of God to heal whenever he chooses to heal, and he's still in the healing business. Why? He wanted to create life, not death. He wanted to take a sick body and create life that would bring health. He wanted to take a dead body and breathe into it and create life and bring that body back to life. That's the purpose of faith. Why? Why? Disciples, you need to see some miraculous things. So when they begin to see individuals get healed, and somebody said not long ago, well, pastor, do you think those that were healed, how did they get healed if they weren't saved? Hello, do you know how much grace and favor you and I had before we ever locked down on serving God? Do you know how many times God's protection and God's anointing rested on the unbeliever before we decided to flow through into his spirit? So he said, I want to build the faith of the disciples. And they watch. Wow. 
unbelievable, but also it built the faith of those that gathered, and they gathered big time. So what you do, as I heard someone say today, you got to take the bull by the horns. How many has ever heard that? You got to take the bull by the horns. The church has the authority, has the opportunity, has the power, and we have the ability. And tonight, we're targeting the powerful disease of cancer and saying, cancer, you will melt in the holy presence of God. I heard a testimony. I want to share it with you right now. Let it encourage you. You believe that miracle? How many of you have ever been healed of cancer? May I, may I just ask if you've been healed? I want you to stand. If you've been healed of cancer, I want you to stand. And here, and here, 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 here. How many believe God heals cancer? Amen. 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 The apostles performed many miracles. This lady said they were praying for her and committed, and they pressed in. Pressed in means, hey, we're going to pray until we feel the release to stop praying. We know that God answers prayer that way. And here's what I know. The anointing of divine intervention. He says in Acts 5.12 that the apostles perform miraculous signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade and no one else dared join them. Even though they were highly regarded by the people, nonetheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and added to their number. And as a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on the beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirits. And they were all healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Be not afraid. Do not allow discouragement to shroud over you. For my holy presence rests upon you. Do not allow past defeat, past unanswered prayers that you think were not answered to begin to plague you. But open your eyes, open your heart, open your understanding and believe that the hand of a mighty God is about to anoint and about to bring healing. Trust him. Father, we trust you and we thank you. We praise you. 
you said they were all healed, all of them. How was it? Was it Peter's shadow? No. Was it the suggestion that Peter, people had such faith they thought if Peter's shadow just passed by them? We know that it wasn't Peter at all, and he went and said that. But what it was, was the urgency of God that began to become electrified in the heart and the spirit of those men and women, that they had a plethora of faith acts that brought sick people, sicker people, those that were possessed, and brought them expecting them to be healed. Why? Because they had seen they had seen the power and the hand of God move before. And often, I, I think that we need, as I ask those who've been healed of cancer to stand, that we need to identify then this, that we give praise for God. How many of you by standing have ever been healed by God, period? You know you have been healed, period. You stand up. God healed you. God gave you miracles. God has touched you. God has anointed you. God has brought to pass a dynamic hero, a miracle. Now, let's put our hands together and let's believe God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So here's what we do. All the worship team is James 5. Is anyone sick among you? Is anyone afflicted? He should call the elders or leaders of the church. Pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Amen? If you believe that, say amen. amen. That is an admonition from God. It is one that we're going to stake our claim on, and we're going to do as we started what God asked us to do right here and right now. So I'm going to pray. I want to ask leadership to come. You come and just get in the altar. Just you, you, you that are just come on. And I want every person, if you're fighting cancer, you're fighting some disease, I'm going to ask you when this leadership gets here. And leadership, I'm going to ask you to anoint them. And I want you to take your time. And I want you to pray. I want you to stay with them a few minutes so that we know that we know that we know God is answered. So here we go. If you have cancer, you're fighting cancer, you've been told that there's a threat there, or you're in for testing and they, they don't know for sure what's going on, I'm going to ask you to come and I'm going to ask you to be prayed for. And I believe that God is going to heal. So come on, my friend. You need a touch from God. You come right now and let's believe together. Wherever you might be, if you have a prayer need, a need at all, the Holy Ghost is here. You just slip right on down. We're going to pray because there is a Holy Spirit move in this altar. You've been praying for something, believing God. Well, I'm telling you, bring it to Jesus right now. Just come on down. 
You can leave knowing, hey, I was, I was obedient. I was obedient to God. So whatever that is, you come on right now, my friend. We're going to believe God right now. Jesus' name. Would you stand, please? If you have not, approach the front. And the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you. Or you think that it's not important enough for you to journey here. In the name of Jesus, I want to call you out. And I'm going to ask you, as a child, be led by the Holy Spirit. If you've not come yet, and you have something that is of value and importance to you that has not come to pass, I'm going to ask you to come. We're going to wait. We're going to keep singing, but we'll wait, and then we'll move. Are you ready? All right. We'll wait on you for a moment. Those of you in the balcony, please let God speak to you. Now, would you raise your hands and let's just begin to praise Him. Hallelujah. God Almighty, Those of you online, you're not able to be here tonight, but some of you are at home and some are traveling and you're sick and you need a miracle. There are hundreds of people in the congregation right now 
and we're going to pray for you. So I'm going to ask those of you at home that need a prayer just to raise your hand. And I believe God can go wherever you are and can touch you. Just so you know, this congregation is going to give a hand clap and you're going to be able to hear it so you'll know that there's a group here that is believing in you. So let's put our hands together. So Heavenly Father, I pray now for those who are watching online across the world. Some are in places right now. They're up in the middle of the night because they knew we were having this service. Some of them, God, right now are in places where they need a divine touch. Some are in the hospital. Some are in rehab centers. Some are at home. and They could not make it. But right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that same spirit is here, will be there. And that I say to their body and to their sickness, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be divinely anointed in the name of Jesus. Sickness and disease and challenge, you must leave now by the authority of the word of the living God. So God, you have given us that privilege. So now do your work among those. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. You believe God answered prayer? Amen. I believe he has. They're going to... They're going to keep worshiping for about another 10 minutes. And uh, thank you for the worship team. But just stay at it. You don't have to rush out unless you really, really need to or you want to meet somebody. Well, anyway, God bless you, everybody. Thanks for being here. Let's continue to believe God.